Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Thursday! One more day. Hey, here we are. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. What? 79 hours from kick? It's a little quick math. More than that. 96. 96 plus 7. Yeah, yeah. So 103 103 hours. Let's put... Mikey, we need a countdown clock. No. It's <laughs> Oh, they're playing Monday night. Yeah, I, right, yeah. I want this game to play right now. That's how excited I am for this football game. And I know it's stupid because it's only week two. I want to find out fool's gold. It's real not thing. stupid. It's not stupid at but, all. Because right now, fans are losing their minds and going crazy. And they're yeah. convinced that this team is great. And the more data you get that potentially backs that up, Sure. The more re- the more real that will feel. That's absolutely true. Welcome to the show. Busy show today. We've got a lot going on. Jason, sliding in. We didn't think we'd have you today. I was just I was in the area. I was gonna. You just stop. drop by. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go all the way home. I was already downtown. Hit the radio move. this morning. Smart move. We'll so always take you in that seat. Uh, Aditi's here. Always fun when Aditi's here. And what better matchup? And what better reporter to talk about the matchup right. than the Steelers, Browns, and Aditi? She is perfect for that. No fence riders returns. Did you do this last week and I was out? We did do this Damn. last week. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't remember if you did. So it's not the debut. It is a weekly but it's the staple of football season. One of our favorite segments. So. Yeah, we love it. We find out exactly how we feel without like predicting the game. You kind of get a sense of where everybody's leaning yeah. based on how they answer these questions. Also, are you afraid of this Steelers team at all? You know, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. They, they still it's have a that bad logo. word. Afraid is a you know, bad word. Nobody's I know it is. And that was the word Mike used, and Mike I thought the uses, same thing. Nobody's afraid of anybody. Bring it. I like, I like what you said. We need a T-shirt. Winners want the smoke. That's right. I think that's a that's 100%. a T-shirt. Bro. That is. G, I'm giving you all rights to make that T-shirt. <laughs> so, but what is take the, it and run, marketing yeah. genius? Uh, what is the right yeah. word? That's what I was going to say. Is, what's I, the right I, word? Concern. What's the right word? I think concern is the right word. And I was going to change it in the question, but. I knew, because you and I think a lot alike on these things, I knew that I said, no, I'm going to let Bull dump on that word. Well, because, I mean, it is funny. Browns fans are extremely cocky and then extremely paranoid at the same time. It's a weird combination. We're schizophrenic, because, Bull. We have many yes, personalities. That's true. We have the we're winning the Super Bowl personality. Yeah. And we have the here we go again Right, that's right. We're waiting for the, like, we're excited and it looks great. And the first game was fantastic. But there's a little part of all of us that's waiting for that other shoe to drop. I don't know. You know, it's a little part of all of us. Well, yeah, it's I think there. it's a big voice in our and head. And especially when saying, it's the don't Steelers. Don't believe it. The Steelers give you that weird feeling because you haven't yeah. won, won there very often. Uh, Mikey, before we no. throw it to you, our first hello. You're not, but there's a lot of fans that. No, like he's Mister Kool Aid. No, yeah, no, listen, and the Kool Aid market grows by by the week. Before you were scared of that black and yellow. Guess what? Not anymore. No. We're bridging the gap between the oldies, the people who, who talk about Jim Brown, yeah. and the people who never watched the Browns because we lost a generation. Yeah. Now it's the Kool-Aid Mafia. We're trying to bridge the gap because we're not scared about anybody. Actually, we're excited about going to you know, take on the uh, Steelers. It's an opportunity. It's exciting. Yeah, it is. It's should a, it's, be. It's an exciting opportunity. Here we go. Stop playing. I now. actually wish that the Steelers had won 30 to 7 then you, in then, week one. Right. Then you even what? 
Well, is that because you don't want them coming off a loss or because no. it's even more impressive if you beat them? Absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, winners want the smoke. Right. That's right. I, I don't want – I never want – I just like I don't want Michigan to stink. I want the meetings between these two teams because before it returns to the ultimate rivalry status, they both have to be good at the same time. That's right. I kind of disagree with that. I want all the bad things to happen to Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> I want their team to Winners be taken. Winners want the smoke. I want them to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico. I want their, I want them to have to want their colors back. I want them to have a void of five years, and I want them to lose 20-some <laughs> nine games to Deshaun Watson like we did at Roethlisberger. I, I wish nothing good upon your franchise. Is he right on I, your arm? No, I have a big announcement to make. Oh. That stupid freaking gnat that was flying around. All you got him. I, I, I see him on your arm. I see him on your arm. I got Thank him. You Thank you. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Huge round of applause. You don't know it's the same neck. I don't know that it's the same neck. That neck was Something just landed on my forearm, and I just squished it with my thumb. There were two of them it in is here dead. yesterday, so yeah. they're multiple. Well, that is a, where no, that's where a move. Flip I, your arm around the other way. I can't turn it that far. Where's the camera? Wow, you're not very flexible, bro. <laughs> it's all the muscles. No, it's not it's working. Right, it's where my finger is. Now, right guess what? This will be a unique setup for the spinoff of... Outbreak. Right there. <laughs> the, the, the yeah, new, the yeah new, there it is. The there new is. outbreak comes from a guy who smashed a net on his arm and some Kate White. Live on TV. Bro, that's disgusting. You just wiped that on the chair. I did. Oh. Where, where do you want me to put it? Not on the chair. Oh. It's, it's too late. It's, it's, it. <laughs> it's too late. It's All right. Uh, before we chair. get to McNuggets behind the glass, our boss is here. Steve comes in about once a quarter, would you say? Yes. Uh, he normally handles his uh, his principal duties uh, because he would be the principal. McNuggets would be the teacher, mm-hmm. and we're the you know the frat guys. Uh, Steve is in today, and it's big because your Eagles play tonight. Yeah. Uh, who, who are they playing? I, the Vikings. Ah, uh, that's a dub. They gave them fits last year though, didn't they? Got three starters out. Oh, wow. No excuses, Steve. I don't that's, want to hear any that's excuses. That's a lot, though. There's no excuses. In Philly or Minnesota? I think it's in Philly, right? There's never Is it in Philly? It's in Philly. Okay. Oh, okay. he's not mic'd. He's yeah, not he's not Mike, so we <laughs> yeah. can't hear what he's saying. We are going out tonight, allegedly, apparently, possibly. Yes, right? that, that, is, that is a rumor. Uh, and McNuggets, good morning. What's up, guys? It is a lovely morning. We have a big show. We got big numbers already. We appreciate you guys. And before we get into today's topics... We do have to mention again, and we're going to belittle this over the head. We're on TV tomorrow. We're going to what? Let it go. Let yes. it go. Belittle this over the head? Well, <laughs> what you guys don't understand is something. Whenever you misspeak, Bull and I look at each other and we're like, what? What? It is getting intentional, too. I'm starting we're to see if I can throw words in to head. see if it actually makes sense in a way that doesn't make sense at all to see if I get it past you guys. But <laughs> okay. we are on TV tomorrow from 1230 to 1 yeah. on Channel 3. Look at that. all around for that. To expand our audience to a potential of 2 million TV homes throughout the Cleveland greater DMA area. If we get 1% of them, I'd be thrilled. If, yes, and that's why we need you guys who are watching on YouTube now. If you do live in the greater Cleveland area, please turn on your TVs to Channel 3 tomorrow. We're going to post the whole segment on YouTube afterwards, but right. check us out on TV. Trust us, and I'll explain why later. We need people to tune in because it's going to make this part of the show, the YouTube version, infinitely better. Yeah. If the TV side goes well, trust me, I'll to explain more I'm glad details you said on that. that on, uh, Have you guys later. been getting we a do lot need, of questions yes. from people saying, well, you're not going to go to Channel 3 the whole time, are you? I've been getting a lot of those. No. Yeah. We're, st- we're, we're committed to YouTube. This is just an opportunity for us to expand our reach and to grow our audience. The hope is we can introduce new viewers to the show through a medium that they're used to. And we'll be explaining every Friday 
for those that don't know how to get us via computer or via smart TV and the apps, we'll be explaining that process so they can easily, more easily find us the, every single day. The reality is the older members of the sports audience in Cleveland are not as comfortable with social media. They're or not as savvy. comfortable. They're just, they're, yeah, they're not tech savvy. And so they're more likely to watch us on Channel 3 and maybe be introduced to us that they may not know. We love all the fans that we have now, and we want that group to get we, even bigger. Right. And that's why we're going on to Channel 3, and we're excited about it. So very good. But By we're the not, way, we're not letting go of YouTube. We right? are not. If you're watching, um, you can do your part right now to help us just by hitting that like button. Um, it goes a very long way in helping spread our show to viewers who might just be searching for something Browns-related. The more likes we get, there's an algorithm that's that I don't understand, but it pushes our UCSS content closer to the top. Fans are more likely to come in contact with it and to see it and to become regular members. So it's free, it's easy. Hit that like button, do it every day. Okay, uh, we start today with a, with a question that I'm glad this is our starting point, Mike. I think this is the perfect place to start because there was so much talk about the defense and Chubb playing well in Cincinnati, and we pointed out that Deshaun Watson clearly did not. But it needs to be pointed out that he's got a seven-game body of work now. We haven't seen even close to the guy we thought we were getting. Is this finally the game where Deshaun Watson emerges as the legitimate, bona fide, elite quarterback we expected him to be? I think he has his best game as a Cleveland Brown this week. But I'm going to stop just short of saying he plays like an elite quarterback this week. I think he's going to play a good game. I think it's going to be way trending up from last week. Like I said, I think it will be his eight best game uh, out of the eight games he's played so far. I have a hunch this game. I felt this way last week. I feel this way again this week. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game again. So I'm not expecting him to put up huge numbers statistically this week. I think it's coming. But I think it's going to be a defense first game mm. and, and, and end up being a little bit of a run-heavy game again. And so I expect him to be significantly better, be good, but I'm not expecting 350 yards and three touchdowns, no. The longer it takes for that game, yeah. the more questions we're going that's to have fair. and the more it's going to become a talking And that's what it should be. Absolutely, it should be. But let's, let's just say that it is this game. Do you understand this is a nationally televised game? Mm -hmm. People are going to have no idea what to do with it, how to handle it, how to talk about it, if this is, if this is the game Deshaun Watson wins for the Browns. Because of his past Because problems. of everything that got us to this point. People nationally are going to have absolutely no idea what to do with it and how to talk about it. That's just fascinating to me. As someone in the media yeah. and someone who's like really in the fire here with it, with it being here in Cleveland, how much talk nationally do you people are going to know what to do with, with it. your colleagues about that. Uh, when it comes up, it, it's it's difficult for me to have the conversations because nobody wants to talk about it and nobody nationally wants to give him any sort of credit whether and there may be people locally who agree with that i'm guessing there's a lot of people locally who hate that people do not want to talk about him in a positive Jay, light. how is that different from michael vick after he made his return it was interesting to me because as much as he was vilified and yep. rightfully so for yep. what he did it felt to me like there was sort of a canonization process when he came back, I've said this on the show many times, there's three things America loves to do. Build them up, tear them down, and welcome them back. Yeah. And that moment happened for Michael Vick. We saw it all. When he started to ball out again, the national media jumped on board. Michael Vick is now a member of the national media. I would have bet everything I own against that at one point. 
He went to prison. He did. He went to prison for what he did. And like women. So when does that happen for for, for Deshaun Watson? Not yet. He's got to play well. Yeah, he's got to play well. He has to play well. I mean, and I think the big difference. Not to interrupt you. No, go ahead. That thought. Michael Vick showed a level of contrition, and I understand that Deshaun Watson has not because in his mind, why would I show contrition? I didn't do anything wrong. I get that. Will the American public get that? That's a good point because that is a big difference between the two of them. But, I mean, it's not just Vic. It's, it's Kobe. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Ray Lewis. The list goes on of guys who oh, you're right. have hit bottom and somehow made it back to the top. Uh, I mean, Vic went to prison. That's something none of those other guys did. That's one major difference between them. But it, 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 the only reason I point this out is because this is a nationally televised game. This is the game. Mm. This is the game the entire country is going to be talking really about Tuesday morning. This really is for the rest of the country. Oh, it, it, because they haven't seen him. The NFL, by design, I believe by design, kept him far away from the spotlight. Yeah. Like, they could have put that Houston game on national television, and they didn't. They made it a 1 o'clock game, a regional kick. This is really his big return on the national stage. That- and depending yeah. on how he plays, this is he's going to be who everyone across the country is talking about Tuesday morning. I, I don't give a crap about any of that. I understand. I, I, I got to tell I'm you, I'm just telling like, you, it's coming. I don't care what those. I don't care if Kyle Brandt has a hard time talking about it on NFL Network. I don't care if some random talking head on ESPN <laughs> has a hard time talking about it. Right. You just gave the list of all those guys. We can all believe what we've been through this a million times already over the last year and a half. You, as a person, can believe whatever you want about what happened between Deshaun Watson and these women. You could believe it all happened. You could believe none of it happened. The reality is probably somewhere in between, and you can believe whatever you want. However, what I would say is, here's the facts. The fact are, the fact is, he was never, he was never convicted. He never, he went, he went to court. And the charges were thrown out. He was never charged. Boy. He was never charged. Well, he, they tried to get a grand jury, but and that's that not indicted. Right. That's, right. So, so he was never is, charged. And he was and never indicted. Saying? You can indict a ham sandwich. Right. You that's can indict right. anyone for anything, yeah. and they didn't he's get a, the he, lowest he, bar they needed to clear. They a, never cleared a it. A black man in the state of Texas who wanted the hell out, and they couldn't, and they couldn't even indict him. Exactly. So that's the facts. Yeah. Sure. And so I'm not going to worry about everybody clutching their pearls nationally. Now I know a lot of our fans get angry about that stuff, and. Okay, so be it. I didn't necessarily want to go down that rabbit hole yeah. again. I'm just saying, like, because it's the Monday night game, because right. it's they're the going to be forced TV to, and I love it. I hope Jason, he does. It's, it's great. It's an unavoidable fact. It's I going mean, to yeah. be talked this about. This isn't the Cincinnati game, which was big but not national. There are two Monday night games, by the way. I know, which is a little There's weird. One before, but the Browns game, the Browns is, on game e- is the second one, and that's the big one. Can, can, that's the, the Browns one game is on ABC. The other one's on ESPN. Can we listen? Can we stop? You know, these people, if you got a problem with it, you're phony and you fake. I'm just keep telling you. I know somebody that's under nine investigations in a RICO charge, and he get to run for president. So you stop playing. I don't know how to talk about Deshaun Watson this football. Not only does he get to run, right now he's the front runner. He's the front runner. So until that level of uh, hypocrisy in this country, for somebody who didn't get indicted for anything, by the way, that guy was uh, actually, he just lost a $5 million lawsuit. Because of and not his first and not his first. Yeah, so so it is selective outrage. So if and this is the highest level in the world. So people want to act like Monday Night Football. I don't know how to say yes, you do. We know what you can do. You could be a professional and talk about what's on the field. You could be a professional and say, did he throw a good ball or a bad ball or the Cleveland Browns going to win or they're not going to win. And for everybody else, that's the national media. Well, the national media is really getting dismantled now anyway. I mean, ESPN is no longer here. 
I mean, they just keep, Barstool keeps just downgrading. So here's the reason. There's a lot of you that parrot this stuff on national TV and you've been rewarded for it. Now, people are like, I don't need cable. I watch blogs. I watch this person over here. I watch that. The reality of the situation is there's a lot of people that's upset because of one thing. They perceive the fact that he, in their mind, is guilty of these, these crimes that they've made up in their mind. And he's rich. He's going to be rich forever. That sucks for some people. There's always a very fine line between admiration and hate. And Deshaun Watson has slowly creeped on the hate side. No one likes to say it. Players make more money than you ever make. They'll make more money than everybody. And there's always a segment of the population who love sports, but don't love what it gave somebody else. And that is, I got generational money. And to be truthful, it doesn't matter what, Kurt, what, what Aikman or, or, or Gus Johnson or whoever says, yeah. you're an announcer, I'm yeah. good. Well, the reality is most of the former players that are national guys, they don't they don't, they're not going to have a hard time talking about Watson. They don't care about any of that. They care about what's on the field. Well, they care about storylines. They, they do care yeah, about storylines. And, and the storyline for the last 18 months or whatever it was before he came back was, let's beat up Deshaun Watson. I am predicting right here, right now, yes, this is his breakout game. And I'll tell you why in a second. And I'm also going to tell you that this is going to be the pivot point from where the national media switches their collective narrative mm. because it's such an echo chamber. It's coming. It is such an echo chamber in that world. Yeah. I lived it. I saw it firsthand. You know it. It's mm -hmm. an echo chamber. One guy says it, 50 parroted. it. This is going to be the turning point. He is going to ball out Monday night. He is going to lead the Browns to a decisive Monday night victory over their rival that they just have a miserable history against. And that will be the pivot point where the national media decides, okay, we took our pound of flesh, we're good, now we're going to support them. Because they love a winner. They're, they're very, very duplicitous when it comes to stuff like that. I believe that as much as they love to pile on and it became sort of this mob mentality, they were all ganging up on them, that was the easy thing to do. It's obviously the right thing to do. Everybody's saying it, I'm going to say it too. Let me bring it full circle. We named somebody, I said, okay, we get... Somebody ran for office and won, right? The reason that person has that cliche is because he won the election. He, sure. The first time he won. No one thought he would win. No one. Everybody said you're crazy. He won. That's where he gets the cachet from. So, yes, at some point in time, you could be hated on, whatever the case may be. But if you start winning games, that's what we love more than anything. By the end of the season, if the Browns are really good and have a chance to make a playoff run, then yeah, the story will be, look at this. The Browns have been a disaster for decades. They haven't won anything. This guy. And he's going to be stuff, the guy in the white hat. And he'll be the guy. And look at him. He's redeemed himself. The team's redeemed itself. It. Here we go. That storyline will turn around. Me personally, I don't care what any of the talking heads have to say nationally. It doesn't affect how I feel or, or, or whatever. But some people get worked up by that. I wanna, but I wanna, G hasn't answered the question yet whether he thinks Watson's going to have the bust out well, game. Well, well listen, I, I do have, you could go on uh, Ultimate Cleaver Sports Show. The barbershop is up. I was a day ahead of you guys without the topic. Why Deshaun Watson is destined for jaw-dropping performance on Monday Night Football. You we got, agree. You go check that out right now. It's just slick, shameless Well, give, our, give our viewers watching now that don't have the time to go see it. Uh, well, see, why? Because I, I kind of foreshadowed this yesterday. Deshaun Watson wanted to play well the first game. He, the, 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 the weather and everything got to him. We didn't give him no passes for it. Joe Burrow played terrible too. But 
I think on a Monday night, he senses the opportunity and he understands this is my time to really show and answer, answer all the critics. It's only me. It's Monday night. I said he should be with his receivers all week, staying extra, watching film work and saying, listen, we won that game last game because of our defense in a running game. Yeah. We didn't pull, we didn't pull our weight. To, they gonna know that we should be a problem too. We are a complete team. I think Deshaun Watson goes out and he's gonna exercise his ability. You're gonna say that is the Watson we've been waiting to see. Well, you, when you're looking at the comparison there, there is no comparison. The guy that we've seen in an orange helmet has been nowhere near the guy we saw in a blue helmet. I'm gonna double down on what you said and I've got a lot of reasons for it. First, we know him to be a gamer. He has not played a meaningful NFL game. Am I right? He played a playoff game. He was in the playoffs. What what happened? Well, that's a playoff game is a meaningful game. It's a meaningful game, but it's not. I'm talking like national championship, AFC championship game, NFC championship game. The Baker Mayfield won a meaningful game, but we dismissed that right out of hand. That didn't count. It was one game, and he in that game he played well, but. He's I go played back more his, than one playoff game. He's, he's many, won what's three playoff play, record. He's played three playoff games. Yeah, he's he's one and two, two in the playoffs. Okay, yeah. not good. Not not going to write home about no, that. No, but he you can't say he hasn't played a meaningful game. I, if you ask the average fan around the country, what big game has Deshaun Watson played in? You know what they're going to say? Oh, he won the national championship when he was at Clemson. That's the biggest game he's ever played in. And I don't think that's even disputable. What, what that's you, fine. But, what you're trying to so say is AFC is, Championship to you is either AFC Championship or Super Bowl. It's a semifinal game. Yeah, it's a semifinal game. Like, show me... Show me that you can't say a playoff game is not a big game. It's I don't not. understand. It's, I mean, look, the first, round, the first round, he's played in a first-round playoff game. Baker Mayfield won a first-round playoff he, game at Bull. You have been taking a crap on that for two years. He, I, But I didn't say, I never said it wasn't a big game. Okay, big game. I'm talking, yeah. you know what I mean by big game. The Bengals have played in a big game recently. Yes. The Browns, when was the last big game the Browns played in? The if you mean the AFC championship. Okay, it was the biggest game they've played in. Yeah. But was it a big game? I really thought wasn't. I think it's every big playoff game. game. I think every playoff game is a it's big a game. It's a wild card game. I All mean, right. call it what you want. Yeah. It, 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 here's a big game. Here's how I define a big game. Yeah. Is it the only game that's on at that time? Because they don't. Yeah, cross playoff games are only games on at that time. Not the, not the wild card round. Yes, it is. There's other games that day, right? No, it's oh, not. That day yeah, there is, is yeah, another there game. Is. There's like what is there on wild card weekend? Six games. It, they never overlap. They're they all, don't no, overlap. I know they don't overlap. Of course not. But I'm saying. If you're playing in an NFC or an AFC championship game, you got the spotlight. Everybody's watching. That's all there is on. That's it. That's all you have. They if you're in the, the Super AFC Bowl, and NFC championship game on the same day. Okay, so. look, we can split hairs over that all day long. I don't but call that a big game. But you keep giving examples, no. and, you, and they're not good examples. Here's my example. <laughs> yeah. I don't view that as a big game. I don't. So you think, I'm not here. I'm, you think and, and, this and, game is bigger than, than playoff I'm gonna, games? I'm going to tell you why. That's crazy. Jay. I'm going to tell you why. It's not a standalone game, though. No, I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. It is a standalone no, game. No, it's not. There's, There's another game tonight. Game. Not against it. Yes, there is. It's there not there. on at the same time. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> they're, they're both scheduled for 8 o'clock kicks. They're both 7.30 and 8.30. 30 and 8 10. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm still going to make my case for why it's the biggest game. <laughs> Other than the Clemson game. The Clemson game was the biggest in the championship game. The biggest game he ever played. I, if you ask fans, not in Cleveland and not in, in, in Houston, what's yeah. the biggest game Deshaun Watson's ever played in? What are they going to say? I'll be honest here. What are they going to say? I, I What's mean, the biggest game he's ever played in? This I, is not a hard. lot. Of, a lot of fans in big cities don't watch college football. Well, this is not a it. hard question. What's the Jay, biggest you're game? Saying, you're saying the second game of a regular season is bigger than a playoff game, and you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Listen. Nobody I'm agrees with you, you here. You're out of your mind biggest, right now. I'm going to tell you why it's <laughs> the biggest game he's played in the NFL. 
That's insane. The meaningless playoff games that he played in as a He Houston played Texas, in, in the AFC Divisional round against Mahomes. Was his reputation on the line in those games? Because it is now. No, it's not. Let me give you some numbers. Let me give you some numbers. You're going to you hate these you've numbers. You've given me about 10 things. I've, cor- I've fi- corrected you every time. And you in keep your going mind, up the next you thing. have both. <laughs> Jay, this nobody agree- mind- there's both. nobody on the planet that agrees with you right well, now. You can't disagree with my opinion. <laughs> you can't. It's my opinion. You can't change my that mind. That a random Monday night football game is in bigger than a playoff game. seven games, Yeah. our franchise quarterback, who's getting more money guaranteed than anybody, is averaging 179 passing yards. Yeah, we're aware. We all he's know the stats. He's thrown for eight touchdowns, six interceptions, and a 57% completion right. rate. Right. So, he, so he's done if he doesn't play well Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. in his last seven games, has averaged 174 yards, thrown for six touchdowns, five interceptions, completing 63% yeah, of his they passes. They both suck. I get it. Our new guy yeah. has become your poster child for awful quarterback. Nobody's saying Deshaun's so nobody's played well. Nobody's with you. So now, now to the next stage of my point. Yeah. This is the biggest game Deshaun Watson has played as an NFL quarterback. Not even close. Because it's not even close. The, to be the whole country game. is watching. Yeah. And he needs his elite quarterback credentials renewed. If he that doesn't, doesn't make play, any if sense. If he doesn't play well and they lose, is the season over? Of course not. Okay, so then it's not the biggest game. But, however, <laughs> I'm not talking about for the team. I'm talking about for Deshaun Watson. All of us. And yesterday, it was everybody that we had on the show yesterday. And it's everybody that we've talked to, really, going back since the end of last season. Have all said the same thing. Huh. This, this isn't what we bought. Totally agree. This is not the guy. Totally agree. And now he has a chance, guys. This is why I think he's going to ball out. He knows that every eyeball in the country is on him. He has the opportunity to change minds all at once with one huge performance. And I'm not talking the numbers that he's put up so far. These aren't pedestrian numbers, guys. These are They're awful terrible. numbers. Not, but nothing you said back your argument that this is his biggest game ever. My argument is he's going to have a great game. He that may. was the topic. He may. He's going to have a great game. And the layer two to that was... Because it's such a huge game for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I don't and think And we it's can that. argue whether it's yeah. the biggest game for him as a pro no, or not. No, there's no argument because there's no way you could possibly make that argument. Ask it doesn't make any sense. Is it top five biggest games he's no, ever played? Probably no. not. No, Why it's not? Week, it's week two. It, it's week, it's week two. two, but it's coming off seven weeks of Baker Mayfield numbers. No, I understand. And he could be trash Monday night and still have a wonderful year. That's the point I was trying to make yes. about you always of take the win. You, can. you always take the win and a bad performance from the quarterback because there's 16 more to go. When well, now there's next 16 nationally more to go. televised game? Do you know? Week 17 against the Jets, okay. which could be flexed now because I, Aaron Rodgers. So that being a nationally televised game doesn't bull mean anymore you know that it's different when you're on national television and you're in that spotlight you know everybody watches it's a big i, night. I understand that it's a but, big but night. everybody watches every play who's watching people more? don't watch games people watch playoff games more than they watch monday night football in week two actually that's not true it's not no the monday night football rating is higher than, than, the wild card, than the wild card divisional numbers. Yes, you can look that up. Uh, Watson is 1-1 one one on Monday Night Football in his career, by the way. He's thrown five touchdowns and one interception. Did, did you say on the morning call this morning you gave a number for Tomlin's record on Tomlin's Monday? Tomlin's 19-3 on They've Monday Night Football. They've played 22 times on Monday Night Football in his tenure. The Steelers are 20-0 and in their last 20 home Monday Night Football games, by the way. 
Well, if you I, want to be I concerned, right there's why. Really? I, so I found some That's a great numbers stat. that concerned me. I didn't find that one. That's, last, repeat last, that number. They're 20-0 in home Monday night football games. Their last loss, and I'm pulling up the stat right now, was wow. 1991. I wasn't born yet. Wait a minute. That's impossible. Oh, oh, you're saying home. Okay. Okay. They're 20 wow. in the last 20 Monday night football home games. And so typically, typically, not always, but typically those Monday night games are competitive. They're, they're putting them in that slot because they're big games. Now, I know that they're calling them big games before the schedule comes out, so they don't know who's going to become what. And most of those games are with Roethlisberger. The stat to me is impressive. But not really that meaningful. Wow, I don't. Impressive. I don't find it that meaningful. Uh, I, 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 I hate this stat. It's beyond it's, impressive. It's, it's yeah. just like saying the Bush family men, naming his son and and his father, have worked a combined seventy-five years in the workforce. Right, right, right. No, yeah. my father has worked most of those years, and I'm just starting. So yeah, that, but the Tomlin number, he he earned that. that. Hey, sure, that and but that was mostly that's, Roethlisberger. That's what, what was that number again? That's 20, what Roethlisberger. 19 and three. How many of them? How many of them when they got picket in Trubisky? Uh, see, I not many. Look, see how many. Well, well, I mean, Pickett's been there yeah. one year. See, see how it works. He didn't even start a whole year. But, but that's yeah. it. This is not the this same. That, that's what we're saying. We this said that last year, year. They still finished ahead of the Browns. We say hey. that every year, and they hey. finish ahead of but the Browns. But guess what? You got what's, your, what's your stomach-churning stat? What? They 1989. Steelers finished ahead of the Browns every year since 1989. Well, we're going to see what it is this year. I tried remembering that. I was trying to tell it to somebody, and I couldn't remember it. I said, you know what? I'm going to screw the stat up. It's just that they finished below the Steelers since whenever and yeah. I thought it was the early 90s but you say 89, 89. that's almost impossible to it's do. almost impossible there's only four teams in the we, division we could talk about it all we want all these stats favor the Steelers obviously because they've been a much better franchise most of that's irrelevant when it comes to this year gee I got your stat by the way what's yeah. his record with Pickett and Trubisky yeah three and oh okay oops never mind there's three they that's cool. they beat in 2021 God, this they guy, beat Tom. the Bears and the Browns, and in 2022. Well, those, I mean, and they're not great teams. They beat the it. Indianapolis Colts. So they beat three bad teams. Congratulations yeah. at home. But they're still three and up. I mean, <laughs> no, still, no, you we'll know what? This. They still do The Browns have lost to a lot of now, bad now, teams. Now, here's what I want to say. Yeah, the Bra- and the Browns still got tons to prove, too. I'm not like the yes. rest of the fans anointing uh, the Browns if, right if, now. No, but you can't ignore the past. If you, if you, here's what I want. You can't have it both ways. Either you gonna crown somebody for everything they've done in their past, or if the Browns beat them and smoke them on the road, we better not be hearing all that wait four more games noise. No, we smoked you yesterday. Don't t- go back five years and tell me what Tomlin did. We talk about on the field now. Either it count right now or it don't. People trying to act like these games are still preseason. We've been hearing preseason don't count. Preseason don't count. Now all of a sudden it's creeping towards the, the regular season don't count. And the first round of the playoffs don't count. I'm looking at like what AFC championship is what only thing we moving with. Also, yeah. guys, I know that you I, want, I'm with you. You, uh, you want to ridicule me for saying that this is the biggest game in, in, in his professional career. Yeah. I'll also make one more statement that you can try to swing a bat at. And I know you will. I think they get bigger with every week until he shows us that he's Deshaun Watson again. Well, I would agree that this game is bigger now because he didn't play well last week. It's bigger than last week's game. And next week's every will be week's, bigger if he Every does week's it again. game gets bigger as, as it becomes the next game. Yeah. But just the until, idea until, that, well, until the idea that it's bigger than there. a playoff game to me is crazy. Playoff game, you lose the season's over. A wild card it, playoff game. We gave Baker Mayfield nothing for that. 
We gave him no credit oh, for oh, that. Oh, I that gave up. him, I gave you him did. You're right. major credit you for did, that. You did, and I did too. Major but credit. But as time has gone on, my point here is, as time has gone on, we flippantly talk about that like it didn't happen. No, I think he got full credit for it in the moment. In he, the moment. He sucked he did. afterwards. He did. In so the, you okay. can't live on that for so, forever. You can't live on that for you multiple years. You just helped make my point. You just helped make my no. point. Because he sucked for uh, after that forever yeah. and really has done nothing. I mean, I know his numbers are the same. It was still his biggest as, game. It, 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 it was. His two playoff games were the biggest games it of was, his career. It was, but at some point, and Baker's further along this pendulum, I think, than Deshaun. Baker's on his last chance. Yeah. If Baker flames out in Tampa, the edge from the Heisman and the number one overall pick, next, that is gone. Next stop is big noon kickoff. I've said it for you two years. You aren't kidding. I thought he'd be there this year. I really did. There was a, there was a point when I thought no one's going to give him a shot. Now, because this is his fourth team in basically 18 months, this is it. So I think these games are even more important for Baker Mayfield. He has got to prove that a team is okay investing in him on a more than a one-year contract. But for Deshaun, what's interesting to me about Deshaun is he had something that Baker did not. He had a substantial body of work before the decline, mm-hmm. a substantial body of work. Baker's had moments here and there, but even in his, uh, his playoff season, there were moments where I was shaking my head saying, I don't think he's the guy. Yeah. I don't think he's the guy. Then he stands up. He had a game last year. I didn't even realize this because it was the Rams and no one was paying attention. He completed 24 out of 28 passes in like the second or third to last game last year. We know what he did in his first game with the Rams last year on two days in the in the organization. He went out in prime time and balled out, played right. one of the best games of his Jay, life. we're going on, on a tangent no, here on Baker. I, I, I just what, don't see what the point what is. What you're not seeing is what yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to enlighten you, but your mind is too closed. I'm trying to enlighten you on this fact. Right now, these two guys are in a very similar place. They're not even close in to their being careers. in a similar place. I just gave you their last the, seven Jay, games. Deshaun Watson played at a Hall of Fame level before that. Baker right. was just a guy. And what There's is the no NFL? comparison. What is the Baker NFL? has no contract beyond this year. Deshaun's got so, a five-year deal at multiple millions of dollars. So Carson Wentz once upon a time was great, too. Where Carson is he now? Wentz was great for one and a half years. Where is he Deshaun now? Deshaun was great every moment he was in Houston. Was he? He's, yes. When yes, almost season, every game. In his best season. Yeah. What was their record? They had a bad record. No, what was it? It was 4-12. and 12. Okay. Here's, here's what I, you know. Jay, not a great oh, season. He oh, no. played great. <clears throat> not a great season. He played great. I would, Go back and look at his first Jay, quarter passing you're numbers You're out of in your mind games. right now to no. say, you can't say it's a bigger game Bull. than playoff games. I, I, I can, don't, but you can that's disagree. That's crazy. Can we, Everybody can in the planet disagrees. Can we, can we oh, give really? some context? Of course. Some context well, you here. must be right there. Just, just a little yes. context. I was talking to Bill Simmons, and he asked me what's the deal with with the Browns and Deshaun Watson, and I told him, and this is a microcosm of what you see in the community. You can't talk about Deshaun Watson without talking about Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield was such connected a, at the hip forever because he was such a popular person and, and a lot of people, including myself, thought he was the guy. When we, when, when you, when he found, we found out that he had some warts and was not the guy and we, they got rid of him. That was a huge major blow to everybody and a lot of Baker supporters because they had so much invested in them. So when you get the next guy, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson has to now not only play well, 
he has to erase all of the doubt, 100%. all of the anguish from a side of the Nobody population. Nobody disagrees with that. From a side of the correct. population. Who, yeah. who well, that's really, why I talk about who, them together. Who has never gotten over Baker Mayfield. Yep. There's a lot of people ain't over Baker Mayfield. I know. And they're, and they're not going to be over him. Until uh, the shot uh, plays great. Uh, until they want to see him But to him say they're right. on the same plane right but now I agree no with that. They're, that they're not. Bull, Bull, the only reason I say they're on the same plane is yeah. if I put their numbers side by side, over the last seven games, I they're identical. I get it. They so both, they are the same guy right now the, on the field. They have you, they have been for seven games. Okay. Correct. Baker has a longer track record of bad play. Deshaun has a track record of great play. Baker has no track record of great play. Wait a minute. We have one or two wait, games wait, 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 here and now, there. Wait a minute. So what? So his playoff season yeah. and playoff win does not count as great play, even he though when great. Deshaun Watson was four and twelve, he was great. Yes. Come on, Bull. It, that's insane. Is that even debatable? It is absolutely debatable. If you're so, it's put only based on, on the record of the games, team. No, boy, you're going to put everything on playoff games and the importance of them. Yes, I can look at a quarterback that that compiled a lot of numbers. Yeah, in a four and twelve season. Right. When the defense in the second half of most of those games were saying, "Take your pick." I, I don't we're, think we're that's true, but all right. Well, you know it's true. I don't think it's. I actually don't when think it's true. When a team is four and twelve. And a quarterback balls out. Yeah, but you just you, you don't have numbers that's to back that up. That's great play. But when Baker goes eleven and five and wins a playoff game, that's not great play. No, he didn't play at a Hall of Fame level. I'm not saying Hall of Fame. We're yeah, but great. Deshaun Watson played at a Hall of Fame level in his three full seasons in Houston. He played, I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. Oh, at, okay, played I, at an All Pro level. Yeah, because I think one of the played, one of Baker the, never played at an All Pro level. One of the prerequisites level, for the Hall of Fame is well, how many rings do you have? Like, you know that's true. Well, Dan Marino's in the Hall of Fame. A lot of guys are in the Hall of Fame that don't have them. But what I'm saying is, you're going to say he played three seasons that were Hall of Fame. Okay, so who's who's a better better quarterback, Dan Marino or Eli Manning? Dan Marino. Not even close. One one guy's got two Super Bowl rings, the other's got none. The other one also has two Super Bowl MVPs. And that can't be ignored. Fine. You You can look at it how you want. Individually, there's no comparison Beyond the fact that they both played crap football for the last seven weeks. I'll give you that. Well, that's and the it. reason that's important to me, Bull, is yeah. because the NFL more than – I remember when Jerry Glanville famously said the NFL stands for not for long. And that, you know, that was 30 years ago when he said it. And I thought to myself when I heard it the first time, man, that's true. That is really true. But that's more true now than ever before. And, and the reason... Not when you have a five-year guaranteed contract. Well, listen, that's their bed. They got to yeah. sleep in it. Yeah. And, and that's... There, there's no debating that. You're right. But what I'm saying is, for me, don't tell me what you did four years ago when what you did over the last half season is staring me in the face. I can't ignore that. That's fine. That's fair. All right. Aditi's here. Do you have a read? Well, I do have a read. We have a new sponsor, and this is the I got the information one minute ago, literally, so I'm going to do a read off a sheet. This is the worst nice. read of all time. But uh, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved one during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers Jace Chase. The Jace Chase provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. And with that, Aditi, thank you for saving us. How are you doing today, Aditi? 
I'm not quite sure is. what I'm saving you for. There she is. Oh, shut up, Mike. Feel free to let me know. What, what's the saving? <laughs> we said to start the show that there's no better person to talk about a single matchup than you to talk about the Steelers and the Browns. That's a fact. I appreciate that. Okay. I mean, let's I face do it. You know these teams that. intimately. You know them very well. That's the only thing we've agreed on since 11:02. That's right. Well, Jim oh, really? lost his mind today. <laughs> yeah. I, so, Aditi, I'll let you pile on too because I love that. I said that this is the biggest NFL game of Deshaun Watson's career, and obviously, I was just absolutely excoriated by Bull, who said those wild card playoff games that he played in with Houston. Were uh, and he played in the divisional round playoff game too. You are leading the witness. So, yeah, but how many? Honestly, I'm with Jay on this one. How oh many? God, I cannot. So it's not every other person on the globe. There's two of you that are crazy. How many? Right. How many times have you heard a coach say? How many times have you heard a coach say the biggest game is the next game? So to some degree, well, then every quarterback's really biggest game of their career is the next game. Then, so then well, that's you know what? Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson is in step number two. Deshaun Watson is in stage number two right now of his career, chapter two, chapter whatever you want to call it. Anything that happened in the past is the past. It's over. It's long. It's done. Nobody remembers any of that, Adam. All anybody remembers right now about Deshaun Watson is the baggage from last year, is the accusations, is the punishment. That's what people think of when they think of Deshaun Watson before this moment right now. I don't even think anybody remembers his college days. I don't know if anybody remembers how many votes he got for the Heisman. People remember all of the yucky stuff. There's, no, there's got to be a better way to say that. Sorry. <laughs> but all of that. And now it's, what is he doing today now? So I think Jay's making a really, really good point. This is a national stage. This is his first primetime game, and this is his first national stage since all of that and since he's come back, right? He's the one that's laid out. There are no more excuses. There's no long layoff. There's no weird sharing of time. There's no rustiness. This is an offense that has been built entirely around what he does well. This is an offense that he has his fingers in formulating just alongside his offensive coordinator and his head coach. He's got the best running back in the game. I said it. Sorry. He's the best running back in the game. He's got one of the best offensive lines. I mean, come on. Even this terrible thing that happened to Jack Conklin, and look at who's going in there. I devastated Pittsburgh radio yesterday when they were like, excuse me, when they were like, okay, so TJ Watt's going to have his way with this rookie, right? And I said, I'm sorry. No, that's not how it's going to go down. But okay, he's got this great offensive line. He's got all these weapons at receiver. He's got some great tight ends. He's got a tremendous running back. He's got an offense built around him. He's in prime time against what's supposed to be their biggest rival. Yeah, it's the biggest stage he's been on up until now, basically. As a Brown. As a, as a Brown, for sure, yes. Yeah. And what I'm saying biggest, is, yeah, there the were big... It's not the biggest stage he's been on the NFL, but I'll, I'll let it go for now. You and Jay must have smoked Some, the doobie together somebody tell Patrick, before the show Somebody tell Patrick Mahomes... I don't remember, I don't smoke. So, 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 somebody so tell Patrick Mahomes those Super Bowls don't count. They it's don't this count. week's this game against Jacksonville is the so, most important no, game again, he's Deshaun, ever played Jason, in. Deshaun wasn't in a Super Bowl. Come Thank on. Thank you. You're trying to say a week two game is more important than a playoff game. It's insanity. The next game is the best game. Joe Burrow's terrible. Right now, for that, who he is you. right now, Aditi's the resume at everything. he's trying to make of his That's career. That's not what, that was not your point. 
Here's, I, here's absolutely no, my when, point. When Deshaun Watson's career is over, nobody's going to go back and say, oh, remember that playoff game he played in in 2018? No one's saying that No one's going to talk about this Monday night Well, they're going to talk about the Monday night game against the... Uh, if, maybe not, or maybe they will. The maybe the team say, with the most overrated second-year quarterback in the history of the sport? Wow, that's Maybe. Hyperbole. Oh, my gosh. So it's like just <laughs> taking a shot in way right now, aren't you? Huh? Now poor Kenny Pickett is catching fire? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Bull woke up it, on the wrong wait, side of the Aditi. bed. Is Clearly. it Is it my fault that Kenny Pickett's not that good at football? Is it my fault? Oh, please. You know what? What? I think that that's an unfair assessment. I don't think that that's a fact. Well, uh, Jay just spent an hour talking about his last six games. Kenny Pickett's last six games. He hasn't an played hour? well. An hour? Uh, yeah. Do you know who his offensive coordinator is? And do you know the offense that he's running? Oh, excuses. We've, those, are, those are Browns-level excuses right there. Then why'd they not okay. fire him if he's such an idiot? <laughs> Browns-level excuses. Matt Canada. <laughs> Because that's not in Mike Tomlin's hands. Because Art Rooney is not paying somebody who is not working for him. Because Art Rooney likes people to finish their contracts. Unlike Jimmy Haslam, who at one time was paying six different head coaches. Hey, I'll give him credit for that. I mean, Jimmy Haslam is that a true food, story? But, uh, is that really true? At least really he's true? not afraid to fire a coach. Yeah, look it up. Well, it's, it's wow. painful, but look it up. Let me let me ask you a football question. I mean, we, uh, okay, we, we ask you a football Thanks, question. Um. Hayward. Always got uh, on G to bring it back. Hayward, uh, Hayward to me, TJ Watt gets a lot of the, I guess, accolades. He gets the sacks. But I, I got a lot of respect for Hayward and what he brings to the table. Uh, him not being there uh, in this game, how badly does that hurt them? Because you just said Nick Chubb's the best running back. I thought Nick Chubb saved the Browns last game by being able to run the ball in the rain. Um, how, how does that affect the Steelers having you know Hayward out the middle of that lineup? It's beyond significant. You know, Cam likes to tease me when I say that the Steelers' defense has two game breakers and TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick because he's like, hey, what am I? And he's got a fair point because if you look at the film of last year, the year before, Cam Hayward regularly is drawing double teams, mm -hmm. sometimes triple teams. And it's Cam clogging up all of that up front in the middle that lets TJ and Alex Highsmith have sort of a free lane and go where they're going. Beyond that, he's their veteran leader. He's the old, he's the longstanding guy that's been there. He's the captain. He's all of those things. And he doesn't get the credit as much, but he does that dirty work. And it is a significant, significant, significant loss. Significant. How much will TJ miss him? I think TJ misses him a ton because again, he takes attention. You know, it's just like, it's, it's, it's the same as a wide receiver who plays alongside another wide receiver who draws double coverage. Right. It's the other person getting attention that frees you up a little bit. Not that team. And look, I'm not saying that teams are not double teaming TJ or teams are not scheming for TJ or having to know where TJ is. But Cam takes something off his plate. Now it's an extra guy that has to focus on Cam that's going to be able to go and focus on TJ. How is this game won when it's all over? I mean, play clean. I think that if the Browns play clean, if they don't have, is that what you were asking, or are you yeah, asking I'm, I'm, more than anything? And I and I should have I should have been more specific. I'm looking at one unit against the other. Obviously, the team that doesn't turn it over and has the fewer penalties has a huge advantage. But 
Like, will this be a matchup of the Browns' defensive front against the Steelers' offensive line? Where, where is this game? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think every game is one. I think every game is one at the line of scrimmage. I yep. think that the Browns' defensive front is their strength right now. I think that that's one thing that you can rely on. That you don't have to sit here and say, "Okay, we need chemistry, or we need time, or we need to figure things out." They're ready to go. They're going. So they need to attack. We know that Bull doesn't love Kenny Pickett here. The Steelers' offensive line is still sort of in flux in that there are new pieces. And the Steelers had no run game last week. None. So you shut down the run. Yeah. You get at the quarterback. You've won that game. I, you well, know, I've been hard on, obviously, on Kenny Pickett. He's got more time to prove what he got. I, I don't see it, but he's got more time to prove it, obviously. But I will say this. We've seen enough of Najee Harris. I don't think he's a very good back. I think Jalen Warren might be their better back if given more opportunity. Najee Harris, to me, is just a guy. Uh, do you think he's better than that? or Because I haven't seen it. And unlike Pickett, he's played long enough to know, I think. You know what? Najee Harris is a very, very, very nice man. He's a really nice man. I like him yeah. a lot. Have I seen Nick Chubb out of him yet? Have I seen Derrick Henry out of him yet? Have I seen Josh Jacobs out of him yet? Have I seen Saquon out of him yet? No, I have not. I think that two years ago he played behind one of the worst lines in football. He was hit behind the line of scrimmage more than anybody. I don't think that, I think that the start of last season, he didn't have a particularly great run game plan. That got better when the Steelers offensive line coach took over some of that. Uh, You know, none of these things happen in a vacuum. It's hard for me. I don't, I don't want to denigrate a man who works really hard and gives everything to what he's doing. I hate this idea of calling someone a bad player. I don't know. There are a lot of other factors at play here. I'm very comfortable saying I don't think Najee Harris has fulfilled his potential yet, but I don't think that that's all on him. I think that everything he controls, he's been doing tremendously well. There are a lot of other factors at play here, though. What in the world happened last week in that Niners game, and what's the feeling this week about this team yeah you know the Niners are ostensibly Jason a Super Bowl favorite yes like aren't they supposed to be a Super Bowl contender so let's be honest here you're facing arguably the fastest toughest best defensive front I mean that's the fastest defensive front in football right and the way that they are playing as dynamic as their offense is too, I mean, there's just not that same margin for error. So it's kind of like, right, I was on the sideline of the Ravens-Texans game, and the Ravens were sloppy. They had a bunch of penalties. They were definitely rusty. It was very clear that it was an offense that hadn't played together at all in the preseason. There were some things defensively that needed to be cleaned up. The Texans had a rookie quarterback convert three third-down conversions, make three third-down pass completions in one nine-minute drive. The Ravens' defense shouldn't be allowing that. But they played the Texans, who are much improved over a year ago, but are still the Texans. That's not a win like a win over the 49ers. Or that's not a competition the same as the 49ers. I would even argue that the 49ers are tougher than the Bengals with Joe Burrow 
not having played at all in the preseason. And I know Adam's going to tell me that he didn't do it with the appendicitis, and I know all of that, but it still was a gimpy leg a little bit, and so he didn't have the same flexibility and bleeding out of the pocket, doing things that he does as well. And yes, I know that Brock Purdy was coming off of an injury as well, but Brock Purdy isn't the bang, isn't the 49ers' best player. Joe Burrow is. So it's not really an apples to apples. I don't, I don't I just disagree with you. Yeah, I think what you said is very fair. I don't disagree with position. you. Yeah, I think of the three AFC North teams, the 49ers were the toughest draw. Yeah. Okay, so like I'm ready <clears throat> to panic and say, oh my gosh, this is the end of the Steelers season and they're just not, no. they have no potential, they're done and buried. I just think that they drew the toughest, uh, super, super, super tough opponent and the toughest amongst the AFC North teams. You know, Didi, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say this is Deshaun Watson's biggest game, but I will concede the fact that I believe this is the Cleveland Browns, one of their biggest games. I think some of the angst that you see and feel is the Cleveland Browns want to arrive, but to arrive, you have to beat the Giant. You got to slay the Giant. You got to go into Pittsburgh and do it. And so I think one of the things that we're saying is we're trying to live out our maturity a little bit because we look at it, we got the Bengals, we got the Steelers, then they got the Ravens. And until you get past that gauntlet, each one of those teams is not going to give you any respect. They say, well, can you beat the Bengals? Can you beat the Steelers? I think a lot of people are either excited or nervous because this is a, a litmus test of, of what the Browns want to be. Do you get the sense that they're, they're trying to, you know, make themselves – jump a couple notches in people's minds in terms of respect from the Browns locker room. Gee, that's always the goal, right? But to your point, it's not just one litmus test. It's about stacking them now. When Cleveland came into Pittsburgh in the playoffs, beat Pittsburgh, that was huge. But then what's happened since? Mm -hmm. So it's not good enough to be a one-off. And the Browns have a tremendous record against the Bengals, and yet you still have Jamar Chase saying Cleveland is Cleveland. Yeah, true. You're not getting that respect unless you are regularly mm -hmm. beating your division foes. And I don't mean that the Browns right now need to go 2-0 and against the Ravens, against the Bengals, and against the Steelers, and that's going to solve everything. I mean, the way that people talk, you never even know if that's going to solve anything. But you have to regularly not only be competitive, but get those wins and continue to stack them. And so when I say this is huge, it's huge right now because it's the next game on the schedule. It's your first chance to get a second big AFC North win in a row this year, right? Going to beating the Bengals and then going to Pittsburgh and beating the Steelers in primetime on the biggest stage, Monday Night Football. Those are two games in a row that are pretty significant if it can be done, and that helps sort of not only change the narrative, but guys, it also helps them. I mean, confidence begets confidence. Yeah, and it rolls like a like Feel a good, play good. Yeah, exactly. So, so Aditi, you're gonna feel better about yourselves. Go you ahead. You talk about narratives, and the narrative coming into the Cleveland-Cincinnati game, at least from the Bengals locker room, is Cleveland is Cleveland. And the Browns did what they needed to do to dispel that myth. Oddly enough, in week two, they're out to dispel another myth. And that's Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. There there's, have already been this week a little more than I'm comfortable with throwing shovel on the Pittsburgh Steelers after one game, 30-7 to loss. Uh, I think we tried to do that last year. They still finished 9-8. and eight. 
Mike Tomlin's record on Monday Night Football is 19-3. and three. Mikey, what was the number, their last 20 home games? They are 20-0 20 20 on, on Monday Night, Night Football. football. Pittsburgh is games. Pittsburgh. And I think that has to be, if, if there's one message that I hope is resonating in the Cleveland Browns locker room this week, I hope it's that. There is nobody better with his back against the wall than Mike Tomlin. And I've said this for years. Mike Tomlin is not a great front runner. Mike Tomlin is not a great favorite. Mike Tomlin is tremendous when you are counting him out, when you are dismissing him. So, when, Jay, when you say that you're uncomfortable with people burying the Steelers, you should be uncomfortable with the people burying the Steelers because Mike Tomlin is magic when he gets to get his team to circle the wagons and say it's us against the world. It, yeah. You know what? The Browns should be saying Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. And so we better be focused, dialed in, locked in, whatever it is you want to say. There should be no carryover. On the one hand, I'm telling you, there should be some confidence from the win over the Bengals. But there shouldn't be this massive confidence, let you know, let up contentment. Because you're going to need to dial it up a different notch when you go into Pittsburgh on a Monday night. And again, the Bengals have been great. The Bengals have been the team of the division the last few years. The Bengals have been one of the elite teams of the conference. But it's still different when the Browns play the Steelers. It's just, it's a yeah. different rivalry. It's a different RI. It's a whole different ball game. Could, couldn't agree with you more. Uh, thanks for coming on and proving my point. Uh, you know, once again, <laughs> you're the smartest voice we hear. And uh, I'm glad that you were able to. Uh, <laughs> Aditi, always great. Enjoy the game, and we'll see you next week. All right, guys. Have fun. The great Aditi Kinkabwala. All right, we got to get to no fence riders here. Before we do that, I have to remind everybody that if you haven't already hit the like button, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, help us out in the YouTube algorithm as Jay blows kisses to Adam the Bull here yeah. on set. The like button does wonders. It is free. Help us out. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. we got big things coming moving forward. And with that, I really do love you, Bull. I love no you, too. Riders. I really do. And I love our, our – we haven't had a really good – That like, was a good one. Knockdown drag out in a long time. I know. And when I was making my notes for the show this morning, I literally – I, I put it on my page and then I deleted it, but I put fireworks in parentheses. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew when I said that he was going to go nuts. Yes. But <laughs> I'm letting it go now. I know. I'm Most letting it go. Well, you have to because you said I was the only person on the planet, and then Aditi, who knows her, you know, yeah, came on and said. She's out of her mind, too. All right. Uh, fence rider time. I missed this last week. I love it. It's always a fun it is time. Yeah. And we have one unanimous answer. How many questions? That surprises Seven? me. Six? There are six questions and one unanimous answer. That is it. So, huh. with that, let's get to it. The first question of No Fence Riders Brown Steelers <laughs> edition. Will Miles Garrett have more sacks than TJ Watt on Monday? Jay and Jason, they said no. The rest of the squad well, we got Earl up there now. said yes. <sighs> Earl's, made it, Earl's made an addition. Look okay. Earl's Earl hey, they brought him in that over, the, like a wrestling they brought know, him right? over yeah. the weekend. <laughs> Come here and get these pictures real quick. <laughs> <laughs> On that green screen. Earl looks like he wants to kill somebody. Last year, there. he was not pictured. <laughs> yeah, that, now he's got his own. Hey, look, I got a picture now. You can't tell Earl nothing. I'll be happy hey, too. Hey, you know what? Earl deserves a picture. Out of here. Earl knows football. <laughs> Earl knows football. Can you put the graphic back up again? because yeah, we it was the ones that said no, it was me and who else? You and Jason Lloyd. Jason Lloyd. They go to T.J. Watts' cookouts. You know that's why. And T.J. Watts. Oh, listen. Th this by no means am I saying that <laughs> T.J. Watt is a better player. 
You just you just feel you like his matchup. I just feel like there's a lot of guys that are going to benefit off Miles Garrett's pass rush okay. that will get you know association sacks. I call okay. them. T.J. Watt is going to be the guy that gets to, to, to Deshaun Watson yeah. on that front. I'm very concerned about the Browns tackles. Said it all week, and equal is not the same as more. So it wouldn't surprise me if they each have one. If they each have two. yeah, I wanted to put. Can we put no. the same? Yeah, down? yeah, because I, I I mean. I think they're each going to get home. I think they're each going to get too. sacks. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm really concerned about the Browns. Why are we wrong, right guys? Now. I think the Steelers will be the team, based on how I see the team game going, throwing a lot more than the Browns in the second half, right? Which will give the opera, and they'll be. I think the Steelers will have more plays where they're throwing, and the Browns know they're throwing, which is a major advantage to the pass rushers. Dewan Jones, I told you, you big homie. <laughs> I told you you was going to get an opportunity early, and you playing and you starting. So guess what now? <laughs> if you go out here and lock T.J. Watt up, remember what I told you? I said, man, this guy has all pro pot- potential. You go lock T.J. Ward up, guess what? No national TV? Don't mess around and get no Pro Bowl votes, bro, because you're going to have an opportunity. If they spot shadow you this game, and they say, look at his footwork. T.J. Watt's getting pancaked. He's getting slammed to the ground. You're the starting tackle. You're, you're going to get some Pro Bowl votes. You might be able to go out there and eat. Hey, trust me. You know, I didn't say it. Aditi's on uh, opposite ends of the spectrum. On, uh, she went on She went on Pittsburgh radio and had to get show the love. She said, TJ Watt's going to eat. There's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to say no. He's No, he's not. Because I've seen Dewan Jones up close to personal. Well, he might win on certain plays. Mm, but but I, I don't think when the game is over, I don't think we're all going to be red flagging Jones as, you know, the reason that But he got an opportunity. he could not not just red flagging him. He could go out here and he if you put a zero on the board, guess what Dewan Jones stock goes. Wow, that's a big ask. You put a zero on the board? Mm. Stock to the moon. What do you think weighs yeah. more? Well, Dewan- we no longer have to question if if he does it against this yeah. guy, we it's no over. longer have to question over. can he do it? It's what, over. what do you think weighs more? Dewan Jones left leg. Or a Didi Kinkabala. Dewan's left, left leg. Not even close. Not uh, tomorrow, Aditi's by like the way. like 100 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Little teaser for tomorrow, but we're gonna, we've talked a lot about Watt and Highsmith versus the Browns tackle. Yeah. We're doing a deep dive statistically, and I got some nuggets for you guys on why that's not the real matchup that the Steelers have to be focused on. It's the other way around. They have no chance to stop the Browns defense. I got some nuggets that are going to blow Good. your mind tomorrow. You're saying no chance. Based on the statistics wow. and how week one went for well, both if, teams. If, but there's also one statistic to say the Browns have, have no chance, and that's the 20-0 and 0 and all of those. I'm, I'm just saying, based on that right. one matchup, okay. we keep talking about Watt and Highsmith. I love hearing tackles. those numbers because I found a bunch of numbers that concern me. Back, back way, you flip it around, yeah. it, it favors the Browns. All right, question good. number two. Good, good. Not unanimous. <clears throat> Only one of us said yes to this question. Will Deshaun wow. Watson throw for 275-plus against Pittsburgh? It was kind of where we started the show today, and G answered it earlier. G's the only one who expects him to eclipse well, that 275 Jay, you barrier. said he was going to have his monster breakout game? I do. But no, <laughs> isn't that include the 300-yard game? Said, I think he's going to throw for three touchdowns and just uh, south of 275. Right. The reason I couldn't I get give there, that a breakout game. it's interesting. When you made your point about why you think TJ is going to get, or uh, 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 Miles is going to get more sacks. Right. That makes perfect sense. He's going to have a lot of opportunities because I believe the Browns are going to run away with this. And I think the Browns are going to do a lot of running the football in the second half. Now, you know, look, I'm drinking your Kool-Aid. It's right there. It's too close to me. You got to move it so (laughs) I can't see it because I've been drinking it. 
And as I was playing the game out in my mind last night, like how do I think this thing's going to go? And I've got one stat that's going to back that up later. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's going to be a gr- like, like it was against Cincinnati. The defense is going to dominate. The offense is going to look good enough to put a nice cushion between them and the Steelers, and then it's going to be, hello, Nick Chubb. All right, well, so I'll that's, let, that's the only yeah. reason I don't I'll, 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 I'll let you. I'll let you hold a half a package God, right I, here. I, I you don't, don't want to touch it. Touch it and let it go. Ah, I can't there, hold it. I can't hold it. Don't touch it and let it go. I've already been drinking it. So how many yards you got for him? Oh, 315. 315, three touchdowns, ready to go. I, I even know the guys who won't catch him. Joku gets optimism. one, yeah. Amari Cooper gets one, <laughs> and Elijah Moore gets one on the goal line. Three touchdowns, 315, no picks. Crazy. National TV, you know how many strums you're going to see? That guitar celebration was awesome. One of the best we've seen from the Browns ever. I think that's a meme right there. All day. It's a meme now. Someone is definitely making that a meme. Yes, sir. We ready to go. I wish this game was tomorrow. I play. I wish I could I, swap I this too. with the Ohio State game. Put this on Saturday and let Ohio State play Monday. I want to see gra- this. I'd now. be great with that. I That'd got Watson one one touchdown, two forty five, and the Browns running the ball a lot. Another big game for Nick Chubb. So I'm not with, a breakout game. Then. No, no, good game, yeah, good, good solid, solid, but not not breakout. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think this is it. The the big breakout game. Uh, I think that's next week. I hope Against it gets Tennessee. here. I hope it gets here soon. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm, okay, said well, let me, so let me stop talking about it. Drill down, let me drill down. <laughs> why, why not this week? We saw what the Niners were able to do with, with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Like, well, but he didn't have a – I mean, they stopped running in the second half. Well, uh, they stopped they throwing stopped in throwing. the second half. Exactly the, yeah, way yeah, yeah. I, that's exactly the way I think the Browns are going to yeah. handle them. And I, they use Christian McCaffrey. We're going to use Nick Chubb. Yards, yards – talk about this this morning yards I don't know if we can really use yards as a measuring stick anymore because defenses will give you whatever you want between the 20s well look you at can have whatever you that want. was a pick it through for 240 bull right yeah yeah you don't a lot know. of, a lot of those were meaningless for yes, that's true the game was over that's true fire that was fire <laughs> he said the coldest thing he didn't even know he said he don't know if yards can be a measuring, measuring stick, stick. he's right no he's right Whoa! <laughs> that's a bar and a half right there that was two things at once I'm proud of you Jason even defense will give you whatever you want 20 to 20 it's what you do in the red zone. That's all that matters anymore yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. What do you do in the red zone? That is so big. I mean, you've got it. You, if you kick field goals in this league, you're going to lose. You're going to lose more games than you win. Yeah. You've you, got to punch it. All know, right. Uh, I'm going to remember that when, you, when, when you're screaming, take the points. And, and guess what? You know we got the best kicker in the league. About the field goals. Well, no, that's different from <laughs> no points or three points. Well, I'm always giving me three. No. Always. No. Real quick, we said on Behind the Glass last night, we, we talked about Watson breakout. And yeah. Earl and I both were in, in lockstep here. And Earl, I'm going to speak for you if that's cool. But the stats to us don't exactly matter for Deshaun Watson to have his quote-unquote breakout game. Yeah. I think it's the confidence. It's the throws he makes. I personally expect Nick Chubb to run the ball a lot this game, I especially with Cam Hayward out. So yeah. he may not throw for 275, 300 just based on opportunities. But right. if he throws for two, 220, looks crisp, looks clean, looks confident. That's what I want. Overthrowing. Yeah. I think to I me, want, that says more about Deshaun Watson and him coming yes. back to that 2020 form than any Complete 70% of your number. passes like you did when you were in Houston. Well, if we're basing, if, 
if we're now going to convince ourselves that 220 yards and just being accurate no, that's not the new is grade. a breakout game. No, then, it's not. Then, okay, I'll say he's going to have a breakout game. Yeah, no, that's not. That's not the uh, – I would say more him. how he looks and plays rather than the final stat line. Because yeah, I, me too. It may be a one he accurate? game. It may be – yeah, exactly. Did he make exactly. the right decisions? Did he not turn it over? You know, those are things that – the turnover last week on him was not on him. I, I think – That's why that, I hate the interception stat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. the ball was tipped. Yeah. It was clearly redirected. It, was, it looked like it was on target to be a completion – it ends I, up being an interception. I think uh, we're, we may all be, myself included, overreacting to how badly the Steelers p- played and overreacting to how well the Browns played. Yeah, see, that's, that's my, my concern. It, yeah, a that's, little bit. That, and that doesn't mean I don't think the – It's a concern of mine. So that, that's the whole topic yeah. in a sec. We're going to dive yeah. into that deep. But we have our unanimous question next. This is the only unanimous answer of the six questions. Will the Browns' defense hold the Steelers to fewer than 20 points? When we're in unison, it usually means we're wrong. Hopefully we're right on this side. Well, last week we all picked them to win, and they won. That fence is packed. That fence is going to collapse. All seven of us. We have exceeded the weight limit. We're going to need a bigger fence. I mean, G and I alone were looking at, like, almost 700 pounds. Yeah, you're being light. That's a ton. That's probably almost – that's more than a half a ton right there. It looks just like the fence I built for Mike Polk. See, there you go. (laughs) It really does. It's the same style. Okay, uh, next one's an even split, so let's just move on. Okay, so that does concern me. I mean, yeah, but, but it concerned me last week, and we got it right. That's true. This one is ask? not a yes or no. This is an either or. What number ends up being higher? The amount of points the Browns score versus the Steelers or the total touches Nick Chubb gets a tricky in the game? One. Receptions, catches, all the above are points. We had a 4-3 split on Can the I predict side. who said yes. higher number for the Browns score? Yes. Definitely Earl. Earl's correct. Definitely G. Correct. Definitely U. Nope. Ooh. Wow. Uh, J. Correct. And then the fourth person is Tyvis. Incorrect. Oh, Jason, huh? It is Jason. It okay. is three of the four on the set, and Earl, and myself, What, do you Bull, think he's going to get 45 what, touches? touches? I this mean, was easy. He's, this yeah. is the easiest one. I, I, I decoded He gets 17 touches a he game. He gets 18 a game. No, that's just carries. Touches right. include. Okay, fine. Okay. Give him last, 21, last 22. Week had, last week he had four catches and six carries. I have carries. Nick Chubb with 22 yeah. touches and the Browns with 21 points. Oh, wow. You, so you've got him only scoring 21. I got, you got, I got 22 look. touches? Touches. Yeah. And 21 points. That's catches and okay. carries. Yeah, G. touches. Total. Yeah. yeah. Total. This well, is this well, was that's closer. This was easy. It's easy to me. Well, you think the Browns are going to put up 40 points? Well, no, but I think they're going to put up more than 20. I think he's only okay. going to get about 20 I mean, they got 24 well, in the rain. Yes, if you think – I don't think they're going to score that many that many points as you yeah. do. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they put 24 points up in the rain and turned the ball over. That doesn't play. matter. Every week's a new week. And they put, turned the ball over. Hayward's not playing. Uh, I hear you. They, they could score a lot of points. I think it's going to end up being very close. I, I still think the Steelers' defense is pretty good, and I don't think it's going to be a, a walk in the, the park The one thing we can Browns. just about eliminate is that Chubb's not going to have 25 touches. Yeah, I don't think the Browns could score 38. I don't think they're going to score 38 40s. I just think Chubb's only going to get 20 ish. That's where I was. All right. Okay. The Browns will score more than that. So, Mike, you're with me, though. So, you must. I did, yeah. I I think he ends up, without Hayward playing, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think Nick Chubb's going to get a lot of carries. Like, I'm talking 20 carries and three, four catches, and I think they scored 23 points. He has 25 touches. So, if you're watching Deshaun Watson, they don't think you could throw the ball at all. They, that's they, not true. They, they no, that's not what I'm saying. They, they, that's not, not true. I think not the matchup favors. It's 21 points. I just think the matchup favors. 21 points is not nothing. Oh, yes, it is to a team that's good. That's no nothing. It's Minimoski. 
You can roll over and get the 10. best teams don't score twenty one well, every single week. Last week. They scored twenty four in the rain with a pretty gift. good defense. With a gift, yeah. I last know week. that, but and I know week to week it's, it's different. It's so it different is. week to yeah, week. It is matches makes you know styles make fights. How many teams? Is, wait, I think hey, offenses on, are a little behind Bull, early on. in the season right now. Bull, how yeah, many teams right. do you think scored more than twenty three points last week? Very few. Not many. Three? I'll say four. Three or four? Well, more than that. Yeah. Well, every game was over, was under except one, I think. All right, I say eight. Ten teams scored more than 23 points last week. Okay, means so, 22 yeah. teams scored fewer than 23. Go, go more than 28. More than 28? How many? Two. Six. Oh, six. That many. Wow. San Francisco, the Rams, Jacksonville, the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Packers, and the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, the Cowboys. Uh, oh, my God. Also, I do think we'll get to this, I think, coming up. I think the Browns' defense is going to turn them over a couple of times. That's the last question. I have some short fields. And get some short fields. All right. All right, next question. Sassett was Elijah Moore. He had three or four catches. He was targeted seven times. The question is, will he have at least five receptions versus the Steelers? Two people said yes. Five people said no. Jay, you're the only one on set that went yes. Yeah. Even G went no on this one. I, wow. I like what I'm seeing from Elijah Moore. I think before the game I, uh, last week, I said, everybody's telling me this guy's going to change my life. He's going to be like this breakout wide receiver that the Browns have never really had. And you just saw enough of it last week to have that be a real appetizer. I think when the Browns were watching film, the one thing they probably noticed was he had op- more opportunities to catch balls that didn't go his way. And I think this guy is on track to be exactly who he was advertised to be. He can be a game breaker and an electric kind of receiver. How, how many catches did he have last week? Just three, I three. think. Three, I believe. So if, if but Deshaun Watson skipped two of them to him. Like on one yeah. on a slant pass. But you said a, no, G. I, I know. But I'm just saying. I'm surprised you got him getting that many yards. I'm surprised you don't have him fight. They got a lot of other people. And that's that's why I went no. This, this off, I don't yeah. like if you pick the Browns, any guy Browns in fantasy football is going to be a crapshoot. Like they they play like the Patriots. You know they got fullbacks. Who would have said Harrison Bryant would have got a touchdown? Yeah. What? I'm like you're still playing. He just showed up with his well, gear. Every team's got, got a lot of guys. I mean, I, I mean, but they don't. He Deshaun Watson to me does not seem like a guy who just says one two three. Oh, I'm looking for that guy. It's just like he'll just go and go find the so, Well, I mean, let's face it. The week one bears that out. The leading receiver was Nick Chubb. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody would have won money on that bet. I mean, Marquise Goodwin got t- targets. Two targets. Two targets. He targeted nine different players in the, in yeah, the I, I don't know if it'll that. be. I love that. Part. I don't know if it'll be that high of a number every week, but I do think that's going to become a thing of spreading it so. around. That's spread what's it around. the fancy. That's, yeah. that's what it has to be. Yeah, that's part of the reason I said no to this, because I do think it's going to be spread a little bit more evenly. To your point, I do like the fact they lined up Elijah Moore in the backfield one play, then they go no huddle, empty the next. Yep, I and like I that think too. That's going to be, again, when the conditions are better, if Deshaun's hot. I think that's going to be something that you see more often is change of pace, change of tempo, change of style. Look over here. No, we're going over here. Yeah. I We haven't even talked about it, I don't think, unless you guys do when I wasn't in. I, I love the play to Goodwin where Chubb takes a snap, hands off to Deshaun, circle back in the throw. Like, I like yeah, it too. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's but, a trick play. But, but now everyone's seen that. Yeah, but so, I, there's others like it. Yeah. Like There's a reason they showed that in week one. Yeah. There's a reason. I like that play too a lot. Yeah. And and if he throws it far enough, it's a touchdown. And yeah. I think we haven't we haven't spoken about this enough. The, I don't know whether Kevin Stefanski was going to commit to this, but I think we're going to see a, a, a constant dose 
of planned runs with Deshaun Watson. Not like, hey, let's scramble around. Like, no, we need three yards. See, I don't think that – I. When you say, like, how many times a game? Maybe twice. They did it twice, well, yeah, twice can, last yeah, game. Okay. Twice. Yeah, right. sure. yeah. I wouldn't say five or six times. Like it's college, not going to be Lamar Jackson. No, but no, 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 no. Like, no. They, want, they don't want Jalen Hurts back there. They want to protect him no. and keep yeah. him from unnecessary hits. I think Sunday he didn't have it. It's wet. So you were there a couple times you held your breath, though? Because there, was, there were a few times where I was like, what are you, no, no. And not really. I didn't. I was nervous on one or two. On the t- it looked actually, like on one he was going to get lit up. Well, on the touchdown run, I was yeah. like, oh my god! Only yeah. because you're out of timeouts and you're at the 13. And it's essentially naked. Like, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no one there. Deshaun Watson is is sneaky, kind of big. He's big. He's big. big. You know he's what? Bigger than he's people big. Think he is. But <laughs> what I what I like about him is guys never seem to get that. And 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 Lamar Jackson's the same way. He's just shifty enough at the point of contact where guys are just glancing off of him instead of that bone-crushing dead on right. hit. Right. And he's a little faster, like, than he looks. Like, on that one play, I didn't think he had enough to get to the corner. But in, in the, on in the, the touchdown. Play, on the touchdown. I, I didn't, didn't think, think so he, either, yeah. He, he's sneaky fast, but I think that's going to be a part of the game, too. Definitely. Like, I mean, I think there's no goal doubt. Line. Goal line, fourth yeah. down yeah. situations. I don't think there's any doubt he's, that's going to be part right, of the game. All right, what's the next one? Real quick, before we get to the next one, his target distribution in week one. Seven targets for Cooper and Moore, seven each. Okay. Four to Chubb, three to Njoku, two to Peoples-Jones, Goodwin, and Harrison Bryant, one to David Bell, one to Jordan Akins. Oh, the Bell so that's, thing. That's nine different receivers who had a target. Yeah, but is that – I don't think that's – you're saying that as if that's unusual. That's not unusual for most no, I'm, I'm, No, I'm just, you want to see it. Yeah. You want to yeah. see that number. Right. I mean, I think – I don't know what the average is. I'm just going to guess. I'd say the average is probably seven. I mean, that he had nine – that's almost all of your skills players at one point in time were the were the target for his pass. That's that's what you want. That's great. Right, sure. It's really good Agreed. distribution chart. We have one more question, then we're going to bring in Brooke Pryor here of ESPN. Will Kenny Pickett have more touchdowns than turnovers versus the Browns? And Tyvis is the only one who went with touchdowns. The other five, wow. six of us, believe he'll have more turnovers than touchdowns. Tyvis isn't here. Tyvis? So Jason or G, J, Bull. Who wants to start on uh, why you think it's more turnovers? I, I I actually feel like it's going to be one and one, but I had to, you know, you right. couldn't, couldn't stay on the fence. So in the end, I was like, ah. Eh. Then I then I thought about then I remembered what my headline was, so it can't just be one. <laughs> you got to keep it. So consistent. it's got it's got to be two based That's, on my headline. We must have the exact same headline because I said the same thing. I'm like, well, I gotta go, I gotta go two. Yeah. And in reality, it could be equal too. I mean, oh, if he yeah, throws sure. one touchdown, one pick, and surprise nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Well, when you play, when you play Miles Garrett from now on in this defense, I automatically assume somebody gonna get a strip sack. I was kind of upset they didn't get one the last week, but this week we can start with the turnovers. I got a strip sack by somebody because it don't have to just be Miles Garrett. I saw Tomlinson just on the all twenty-two, just pushing grown men out the way. It was bad up front for the Bengals. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take a strip sack, and I think they get a. I I think they get a tip, interception, and Grant Delpit gets it. Who, by the way, is playing very well. Looked at all twenty-two and Grant Delpit. He's been balling. Highest graded Browns player, he's offensively or defensively, according to PFF. We gotta do one more fast read real quick before we bring in our next guest. We mentioned it in the first hour. We will mention it again. But tomorrow at twelve thirty to one, UCSS is making its. WKYC debut. We're moving from YouTube to TV for the last half hour of the show. We made it big time, fellas, and we are not forgetting about our YouTube people, though. We are a YouTube show through and through to start. Yeah. This is going to help us improve the Look YouTube version Jesus. down the road. 
and we are going to have a lot of fun. Please tune Come in if you have the chance pictures. to WKYC tomorrow <laughs> me, as we make our one. Channel 3 debut. And with that, <laughs> let's welcome almost in. almost looks like a hash brown. It's a chicken nugget. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. It is yeah. a chicken nugget, I know, but at a it glance, a it almost looks brown. like it's a hash brown. Yeah. 